Welcome to another episode of the Building Savages podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We're trying to get better at this now, so like, subscribe, put your notifications on. We are releasing to YouTube and your streaming platform, so you can now get this audio and video experience. So mm-hmm. make sure you definitely um make sure you definitely stay tuned because we will be dropping weekly, guys. Like our shit. Press that <laughs> fucking button. You see that button? That that subscribe. Button. You you subscribe to that motherfucker. Like help a brother out. Come on. Hit that Let's little go. bell. We'll, yeah, we'll start just, getting really official. We're like the exactly. bell will pop up with in the, the bell. Video. <laughs> yeah, with the bell. Like we'll get shirts that say subscribe, and then we'll kind of have a tagline: subscribe, motherfucker. Like whatever. <laughs> but yeah, well, we we was even talking before the um, we recorded, and so we just dropped our first episode on youtube because if you've been well you haven't been following but we've been recording (laughs) this for a couple months now yeah so in real time we dropped our first episode last week and we're probably up to like 20 subscribers now so it'd actually be exciting when we're talking about this episode when this comes out and seeing where the subscriber count actually will be at that time and even the views like so far our channel has over 50 views yeah. So we've been right now just kind of spreading it out to our social media, email blast, our training group blast, things of that nature. And the goal is for this podcast to literally outgrow us. So yeah. where someone is just going to run into this one day and it's like, oh, episode 13, who are these guys? Maybe someone who's never heard of Simply Savage before, someone who's never heard of Building Beast before. And now we have a new audience that is going to join us on this listening experience. So we're super duper excited. Um, very good responses on the, the first video. And this is only going to grow even more. Yeah, I just, and like you said, I can't wait to talk about what everything looks like. And like we tell people all the time, just fucking start. Like we didn't know what it was going to look like. We just dropped it and we were going to be like, all right, maybe like, I mean, I was hoping for 15. Like I was like, all right, cool. We got 15 people watching the first one. We got 37. And even though that sounds very small in the grand scheme of things, it's our first episode. We're basically fucking nobodies, but the content that we're providing people are seeing value in it and want to watch our shit. So it's just like really, really cool. And we appreciate every single person that actually watched it, listened to it, gave us feedback. Cause I mean, we're still growing and it's cool that you guys get to watch us grow. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And and it's an organic 37. You know, yeah. it's not like a fluff 37 mm-hmm. or it's organic. The follower, the subscriber count is organic. Like those people we know when yeah. you start looking into the actual list, it's like, oh shit, that's my man here or whatever. My, my friend here, my client here. So I'm like, all right, this is dope, man. We just start moving this thing. Exactly. And yeah. but it, the funny part is like watching the episodes in retrospect to where we are now, because now it's like you're looking at things, criticizing yourself even yes. more. Yeah, and it's like, damn, I was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, the, the, I amount, the, it, amount, yeah, the amount of times I say, oh, that's interesting, pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> and I was like, it's not really that interesting. It was just, it just happened to be like my cadence and it happened to be kind of like that, that uh, segue thing that I, that I do. I was like, bro, I need to stop doing that. And it's, it's cool. Cause like that you can start getting a little bit better and start being conscious of the, of the way that you speak. So it's a, uh, Podcasting is fucking hard, and anybody that tells you that you go for it is, it is weird. Because like, just for us to have them a talk for an hour, like, takes even it takes it out of us, even though we enjoy it. But like, it's a long time to just fucking talk and talk about something interesting. And you got to keep the conversation flowing. Like, oh yeah, not really much room to pause because someone listening in is gonna be like, uh, okay, uh, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> turning off now. Like these motherfuckers. <laughs> weird. You know what I'm saying? We're both super introverted. We don't talk a lot, so like for us to do this is very weird for us. I think it's very. I'm kind of growing out of my introverted ways. Are you? Uh uh-uh. uh No man, I've been for <laughs> day. I haven't talked to a single fucking person all day. I was totally fine with that. Like somebody gave, somebody even sent me a voice message today. I was like, fuck. Yeah, you're getting a text back. I ain't fucking voice, voice messaging back. No, like I'm this is a little is, new on the voice message thing. I'm bro, still trying to grasp it. It's, it's like every still, time I see it, I'm like, I feel like this is more work than actually reading the text. It's so much more work. I don't I don't understand why it's a thing. Like I have one client that that's all he does is voice chat. I mean, like, bro, like I feel like that's just more work because I have to listen for 15 seconds instead of shorthand read and then I can shorthand text you back. Like, yeah, yeah. like 
15 seconds just turned into three seconds by me just texting you back. I don't understand that. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe we're getting old. I don't know. Or I'm just cra- I've just always been an old cranky motherfucker. So I just, just cranky, I'm just, bro. <laughs> yeah, just keep going in that direction. I'm cool. Fuck it. Gotta get with the times, dude. Exactly. Gotta get with the fucking times. Get out of here with that. <laughs> I don't know. iPhone is what is it? 15 is coming out. I don't even know what fucking iPhone I have anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they just keep coming, ringing these iPhones fucking out. It's the same shit. The numbers are just different, and I don't even know what I have anymore. It just happens to be, like, a fucking iPhone. You know, the it's funny weird. part is my, my cousin needs an upgrade because he had to upgrade his phone in Mad Long. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, man, my phone's been acting up. Like, it's not connecting well. And he was like, um, my 4G's been acting up. Like, 4G, 4G, bro. <laughs> like, like, they're on 5G right now. He was Jesus. like, wait, that's a thing? Bro, <laughs> he... Like, He's he's back in the single digit era, bro. He's got like the home button. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Talking about four well, G. I'm like, bro, we're on five G right now. Bro, we're about to go on six soon. Like you're the, you're 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 gone with the fucking times. Oh, that's he fucking was funny. Fucking clueless. He's like four five G. What is that? I'm like, holy bro, shit, dude. You're only three years older than me. Bro, bro, the fucking. Just imagine he go to t- like AT and T or Verizon or whatever like that, and like they go like, "What the fuck is this?" And it's like <laughs> it looks like a fucking like to them. They like kids nowadays don't know what an iPod Shuffle is or an iPod is. So like, just imagine like people look at that shit like, "Is that a button?" Like what? The, and like don't even know how the fucking functionality works. I had like, a fucking Zoom. Nobody uses Zoom. Oh, Zoom! I remember Zoom, man. <laughs> like three other people, bro. Like if you had Zoom, you were fucking weird. But like it, <laughs> it held, it held more music. It, it really it, did. Zoom it held, was fire, bro. Bro, Zoom was fucking Zoom. Zoom was like short lived, but it fucking it, it. I had one. No, my dad had one. He let me borrow it, and then it's like, all right, I like this shit. But like, I mean, you walked around with a fucking like a soup. Like it was also like fucking thick. It was like carrying a fucking Game Boy. Like around for music, yeah. I mean, it was fucking thick. I lost mine. I was mad because I just went to like the Slaughterhouse concert when they yeah. when it was like really big at the time or like mm-hmm. bubbling, and they signed it for me. And then like yeah. a week later, I lost it. Oh <laughs> Jesus! All of them? All of them signed all it? Four of them signed oh it. no, man! <laughs> I was tight. Oh, uh, and people, you don't know who Slaughterhouse is. Slaughterhouse used to be the fucking shit. Fire. It's also like an old fucking Zoom thing. Slaughterhouse is old too. Seriously, 2010. Yeah. 2011. You may know Joe Budden. Joe Budden used to rap. I started, yeah, I mean, that was they started probably around the time that I started my career. That's a good way for me to kind of gauge that. Yeah. I mean, they started. I mean, they all rapped before, obviously, and they came together yeah, probably like around like 2012, 10, something like that. Yeah. The long T-shirt era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the the, the, the moon like, like the t-shirts are long, but the jeans are getting skinny. <laughs> oh my god, bro. That, that was so weird, stupid. That weird period. Yeah. Out here, like a, I remember that transition it used to be rough. And then all of a sudden you wore tight ass fucking shirts and had to do this shit all day. Like pull like <laughs> bro. And started jerking. Oh bro, we're not even gonna talk about that. Yeah. That's a whole nother phase. All right. One time is over, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a mostly yeah. just bullshit in the beginning of a podcast before. <laughs> that was that was that was good bullshit. Good bullshit. Good we're bullshit. getting we're getting better at this. Thumbs up, like and subscribe, motherfuckers. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, guys. Notifications, hit that little bell, little thing. Yeah, do all the th- do all the things. We're we're all we're the, still, all the things. Just do all the things. things. We're still getting used to like the lingo, the 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 YouTube lingo. Do the things. Yeah. Just do the things. Do the things, guys. So speaking of do the things, that's what we are speaking of today. We are going into habits. Um, habits is something that a lot of us probably aren't aware of. And I feel like the more aware you are of your habits, the better you can control literally like your life. Mm-hmm. So when so. we're coming, when so when I'm assessing somebody, I'm getting a rundown of obviously their movement screening. Like I spoke about that before, but your goal is to fish for information. So one of my favorite things to do, especially like after I start working with people and then we just kind of do like shits and giggle conversations. I love talking about food. I love food too, but you kind of start listening to what your clients are saying and they don't even realize like they're doing it. And then you're just like, I understand 
how your life is like organized right now. Bro, bro. <laughs> it would be surprised. Like it's always it's surprising. So funny, yo. Yeah. But like it's it, it's so funny to hear them be, like talk about all this stuff and then be like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. And it's like <laughs> so you had seven beers and then like 16 wings and like you're just confused <laughs> yeah. like you confused on a casual thursday <laughs> on a casual it, no bro it's so usually on a tuesday it's a random fucking day and like you're just mad so like like yeah you're gonna be fucking bloated yeah you're gonna be feeling like shit because you just fucking drank on a tuesday that's your fucking fault but Here's my favorite one is where it's just like you know well how do you eat you know i eat pretty clean clean like, here, here we go yeah <laughs> it's like, here, i hate that word so i hate people that always like you know i think people you know you know what it is like a lot of us focused on the global things but we don't pay attention to the micro things so much yes and i yeah. oftentimes relate like i say diet and finances are literally like the same ballpark mm -hmm. so i'll take finances for example right Typically, big things that people pay for is going to be their rent. Their mortgage is a big thing. Most people are going to have, let's say, like a car note. If you got health insurance, car insurance, like these are big bills that most people exist with. Yeah. A, 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 a responsible adult. That's primarily what you're going to deal with. Mm -hmm. So the thing that some people might start missing is, yeah, it's spent $15 on this meal out here. Or I bought this random shit from Target. You know how, especially women, they fucking love Target. You send them uh, Target. Uh, that, excuse me. It is Target. Target. Excuse Target. Me. Target. And then it's just like little spendings that it's like mindless spendings. Yeah. And it's the same thing that people do with dieting. So it's like they'll look at their meals and be like, oh, I ate clean today. Probably had a really decent breakfast. Um, probably had a, a really decent dinner. Mm -hmm. or let's even say lunch because sometimes dinner gets a little lost with people so people will be mindful of their breakfast and their lunch especially if they're working let's say a casual schedule which is like the nine to five ten to six seven to three mm -hmm. give or take around there so all of that fits within the construct of their day so they yeah. can kind of you know structure it a little bit better now once they leave that and then they get outside of the construct of a work day that's when shit just goes all over the place. Uh -huh. So ideally, my belief system is your biggest meal should start from the morning and start to taper down as it goes into the day. Yeah. Give or take, of course, like maybe when you're training or when your work schedule is. But when we're getting lower into the day, we're not going to need as much food to store within the body because naturally our activity level is going to start decreasing as we get closer to rest. Mm -hmm. So you really don't have to overindulge as much, but you should eat big in the morning because you have this whole day to expend energy of. Yeah. Um, and I think if more people were just mindful of outside of their big meals, pay attention to the little shit that you're doing. Are you drinking water? That's a big one that a lot of people miss on. Mm -hmm. So when I tell people, like, you should try to drink at least 100 ounces of water, like, just basic. They're like, damn, yeah. 100 ounces is so much. And then the first thing I'll ask them, like, how many, how many hours a day do you think you're up? So a lot of people sleep like shit, which is, which is, a, is a funny part. It's 24 hours in a day. Most of you sleep like shit. So... Chances are, let's say you're sleeping five hours, six hours if you're really good, but let's say you're sleeping five hours. That means you're up for 19 hours of the day. That's a mad time to drink 100 ounces of water. Yeah. There's so if you actually thing. structure it the right way, I tell people just drink literally like 10 ounces. If you drink 10 ounces of water every hour, you'll be at 100 ounces in 10 hours. Easy money. Yeah. But we just, we're just so mindful well we're mindless and we forget about the actual drinking aspect of it or structuring it that we just overindulge it forget about it overindulge it forget about it and it's just like water like a plant just little by little and just continue to keep yourself refreshed and hydrated throughout the day instead of trying to go to like these big extremes yeah
I think uh, so a quote or a thought that I kind of have, show me your habits and I'll show you who you are. Like all the things that you do day to day, like tell me which direction you're going, where your priorities are and what you want to do. So if let's just say my habits and like what I call them laws, because I try to make them non-negotiable. And these are the habits that I do every day to make sure that I go in the right direction is try to sleep seven to eight hours a night. I try to eat to calorie maintenance. I eat enough the, my body weight and protein. I have enough water. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, a hundred ounces or whatever like that. I'm, I'm not good at measure measurements, but I, I drink until I fucking piss clear. That's as much water as I fucking drink. Okay. Whatever the fuck that is. Okay. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get my nutrients in and I piss, I piss clear. I got it out. Okay. Whatever. Well, uh, have a veggie, have a veggie or a fruit at every meal. And I make sure that I have a probiotic every day. This be just for gut health stuff because I don't. I know I don't eat enough of the nutrients that I necessarily need. Um, those are non-negotiable habits. Those have helped me become who, like, change the way that my body functions, change my performance levels, and change everything else because that was my goal. Now, if your goal is to do exactly what I did, but your habits are not aligned with what it is and your direction, you're you're never going to get to where you're going to go. So your habits must in the direction of what you're gonna what you're gonna do must match your intention. Okay. Must always match your intention. And I think people lose that. And just like you're talking about, the habits that you do daily compound. Yes. They all compound weekly. So like if you ate clean this day and you ate like shit, 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 and you ate clean again. Like you have to look at that in the grand scheme of things of this is why you're not succeeding in what you're trying to do is because you're looking at a very microscopic fact, which you should be looking at the details of, of everything, but you're not looking at the details throughout the week or yes. throughout your entire week. So details do matter, making sure that you follow the correct habits that align with the goal that you want to achieve and making sure you're hitting them every fucking day will provide success. Like, like you said, like with and, and and we talked about this a little about before about our finances and so that like putting your money in a fucking Roth account or putting your money in these accounts. Again, I'm, we're not I'm not the most financially literate person in the fucking world. I just opened up a fucking Roth. But like money is making money because what you're doing is that you're just letting it sit. You're letting it compile and then it is growing as you're doing it. Think about that as like your habits. If you continuously put. OK your habits into the fucking bank every single day, fucking piggy bank will fucking explode. But if you're skipping that, you're slowly inching away. Sooner or later, I'll start taking the money out, taking the money out, taking the money out. Um, Yeah, so it's very interesting. Like, just make sure that your habits align with your, with, with your direction and always think about it as a grand scheme of long-term also. So thinking about it in such a tunnel, tunnel vision of a day thing. Like, I ate clean today. Cool. I really don't. I hate that. Uh, you don't understand how much I hate that shit. I ate clean today. I really don't give a fuck. What did it look like the last seven days? Yes. Like, that's the one that, that's one of my, like, PT pet peeves. Like, I really don't give a shit, like, what you ate today. Like, show me what, what at least two days of your fucking week is and a weekend, and I'll tell you if you're going to succeed or not. Or this specific meal. Because sometimes when they yeah. say eat clean today, they're just speaking of a specific meal. A specific meal. Like, you ate a salad. All right, cool. Did What else? Oh, I just ate a salad. Okay. You didn't eat enough calories. I'm telling you that right fucking now. To, like, even survive. You didn't eat anything. Unless you drench that shit with fucking, like... I don't know, vinaigrette and whatever. I don't, I don't eat salad, so I don't know what the fuck, mother. <laughs> but um, they dredge that shit with like meat and stuff like that or whatever. But yeah, I think we can talk about the concept of eating clean later and like what that kind of has to do with the fact that people aren't succeeding because they don't understand what clean eating actually is. It just means that they're eating less or they're eating good stuff, but they might not be eating enough. But that's a whole nother fucking story for, for yeah, another. You can actually be eating clean and being underfed. Yeah. But yeah, that'll yeah. be for another. I, I like what you said about um your habits like being compound interest. I thought that was a really unique way to put that. Mm -hmm. And um like you said, with your your habits lining up with your intentions, oftentimes when I'm listening to people and what their goals are for themselves. 
and then I start listening to the habits that they have, oftentimes it's misaligning. Uh So you'll say, you'll hear someone say, I want to lose weight. I want to drop body fat. And you're listening to how their life is structured. They're missing meals. So then Mm -hmm. when they're missing meals, they actually end up more hungry. So they're overindulging by the time that they're eating. There's an unhealthy relationship with eating there. And mm-hmm. the funny part is, like, <clears throat> excuse me, people will look at, like, a meal that I have and be like, damn, you eat a lot. But I'm like, well, I'm I'm eating quality. Like, I'm eating yeah. a lot of quality in this meal. And I mm-hmm. love sweets. Like, I, I indulge yeah. and stuff like that. Bro, um, I just had a spoonful of fucking peanut butter, like, 20 minutes ago. the <laughs> <laughs> calories right there. Well, I, I needed the calories. I was hungry. I'm going to eat that shit. I'm going to fuck. Yeah. And, yeah. And I like that, like, because you're aware of even knowing when I, I probably wasn't eating enough now. Now I'm going to, you know, exactly. take a little extra calories in. We're about to jump on this call, so we're not going to be eating during our podcast and shit like yeah. that. So, but with a lot of people, that me eating big or eating a lot is like, this is a quality meal, well balanced between fat, carbs, protein. So, yep. me eating. 500 600 calories in this sitting is nourishing me yeah to where me and and the funny part is like the plate looks the plate looks thicker but you take someone that's eating a bag of chips and it's like it's like 600 calories in this bag of chips loaded with sodium but the optic of that doesn't look like a lot Mm -hmm. or the optic of you eating a pint of ice cream from ben and jerry's doesn't look like a lot but the optic of me with this big ass piece of steak like six ounces of rice and veggies which i haven't been doing the greatest with but i've been doing a lot of fruit um but ultimately like looking like the optic of it is like you eat more than me Mm and it's like i just eat i just eat um more nutritious foods than you so your calorie count could actually be way higher than mine but I just have more dense food. Yeah. When you have more like empty food. Yeah. So a lot of the times is like some of these meals that people are eating is high caloric and low, low in nutrition. Mm-hmm. So it just leaves you full. And if anything, it just leaves you craving that flavor or the, or the, the sugar that comes from whatever that meal is. And next thing yeah. you know, you're 1800 calories deep. Yeah, I mean, have, yeah. In, in eighteen hundred calories deep and hungry, yeah. opposed to me seven hundred calories that eat deep and, and I'm full. Yeah, I'm have you ever ate? Yeah, have you ever ate one Oreo? Never. <laughs> who the fuck? That? Who the fuck would do that? So like, you you're gonna fucking indulge every time you do it. I mean, it's it, it's it's a natural thing for sugar and salt to indulge people, and I I have this this bottle for you time. too, especially Bro. these fucking um packaged foods. Oh my god, so fucking good, man. So fucking good. But it's I have I have this battle all the time because I'm the same as you. I like to have a very big breakfast because I don't eat a lot throughout the day. Like I'll, I'll snack and I'll, so I'll eat a big breakfast and I'll eat a big dinner and I'll snack throughout the day and I'll match the the total that I need calorically, um, depending on training or not, whatever. Yeah. But like <laughs> I, I had this this talk the other day. I was like, bro, like I like. Yeah, what do you eat for breakfast? You're like, you look good, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like I have like six eggs, like a cup of egg whites, spinach, and then like two cups of rice or like maybe a cup and a half, depending if how much I'm training or not. And they'd be like, that's six eggs? You got to watch your cholesterol. I was like, motherfucker, I just saw <laughs> a whole a whole pizza and two yeah. beers, and you're going to tell me to watch my cholesterol? Like, you can get the fuck out of here. So, like, people don't – it's a mis, misunderstanding of of nutrition. And it happens all the time yeah. where they think bigger is better or bigger is worse just because it looks bigger on the plate. But it's just the amount of calories that come into, like, a fucking cup of rice isn't the same as the amount of calories that come into, like, a piece of pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not the same, even though they might be, like, um, size-wise or something like that, like – stimulating your eyes and kind of seeing it's a little bit different so it's it's hard to kind of teach that but i guess that's our also our job is to call people out on their habits and call people out on their on their uh 
nutrition liabilities because it's a fucking liability some of these people trying to teach them how to how to eat properly but once they understand like how to eat properly and form the habits to do it and again this is why like you want to form the habits because sooner or later it just becomes easier like if you if you eat like probably your body weight in, in protein you probably won't be hungry and it's just a natural thing but you also like get the foods that you need because like that's a shit ton of meat shit ton of eggs like it's all nutrition stuff it's very hard not to get a shit ton of get protein and still be fucking hungry as shit you know what i mean like who's eating more than who you, like after eight ounces of steak like you're getting the meat sweat like there's no way you're eating 12 you know what i mean but like you can have a whole pizza pie that shit's easy yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, so that's true. it's easy so um yeah, I think visually stimulating people, like, I mean, food, like, just takes it, takes the awareness away of, like, how much you're actually ingesting. Yeah, I mean, and people don't also have a concept of, like, how many calories, like, they are because they don't track their food, which is also a good habit to create. And it doesn't have to be a forever habit. Like, I don't, I tell a bunch of my clients, like, I need you to understand. I don't need you to do this forever because, like, some people can't, they can't function, like, putting it on their phone and then seeing it, yeah, but like it's good to understand what a cup of what, what four ounces of chicken looks like, or how many calories that is, how much fucking, how much broccoli, like even counts as a fucking calorie. Like you would yeah. be amazed how much broccoli you can have. And it doesn't count as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so and all of those greens like that and shit. And, and yeah. they have a lot of fiber and a lot, a lot of, of fiber. Stuff, yeah. So, so and yeah. It's, to me, it's amazing how um, misconceptions, whether it's like as much as you, as much as you know, like a lot of things are a myth. Like, once the situation arises, people naturally like take their brain there. Like yeah. the eggs and cholesterol thing is still a thing for some people. Mm-hmm. Like that's really still um bread is bad for you. It's still a thing for some people. Yeah, rice is bad for you. It's still a thing for some people. Eggs and rice to me is like two of the most complete things you can possibly eat. Bro. Bro, I fucking love it. Like it, like, like I'm to the point that I get excited to eat that shit just because I'm yeah. like, that's that's all I that's all I have. But it's yeah, it 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 is it is cool to like not cool, but it sucks because I think it's just these stereotypes and these myths that people have ingrained into society from like the misconceptions that you hear from like people on Instagram, from the old school, or people just not educating themselves enough in nutrition, but then they want to teach you how to eat right. Because, yes. like, their friend fucking Karen, like, was on an all-juice diet and she lost weight. I was like, all right, cool. But, like, once, like, was Karen happy? No. Nobody's fucking happy on an all-liquid diet. When was the last time someone was happy on an all-fucking-juice diet? And Nobody. Karen probably rebounded from that, too. Oh, yeah, real quick. Karen like, definitely rebounded from that diet. And that part gets left out of the story. Or she's currently going through it now. It's like, talk to me in three months to see how long exactly. it lasts. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's like, we don't get we don't get phased by things like that. But it is it is important for people just like, you want to look at the whole, the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Evan's eating six eggs and egg white, spinach, all this, blah, blah, blah. But listen to what his habits are on a daily basis. To, to your movement yeah how I mean, often you're yeah. moving the way that you're training so it's you're creating this this body for yourself that is burning and using your food as energy opposed to living a lifestyle to where everything you're ingesting is just going to sit in storage yeah. your body is is promoting um your energy as efficiency yeah like and that's, think- that's literally what you're trying to get to and that's it, it took me a while to understand that concept, even though I mean, went to school for it, but it took me a while to understand the concept of actually using food as energy. Like I need to be to eat this to be able to perform this well. Like if I don't have X now, like I'm going to cramp up when I'm doing Y. So like, I don't think about food. I mean, I still enjoy food like who doesn't. But I started thinking about food in terms of like, how can I use this to become better tomorrow? And I think it's also the instant gratification of um, food, of eating clean, of eating bad. Like it's we have a as a society, we have 
ADD when it comes to shit and people want to be instantly gratified and they don't see the long-term value that comes from doing the habits and stuff like that. Discipline is freedom. Like once you have discipline into your life, like then you can start doing other shit. But once it's out of whack and out of alignment, you're stressed out because all your habits are all over the fucking place, but you want to get to over here, but there's no structure. But if there was a structure, you will get there so much fucking quicker and you will be happy, but then you also be free to do the other shit that you want to do. So it's a, you just got to lock that shit down. Like you, what, what people need to do is take a good hard look at what they do daily and what they do daily will tell them what the fuck is going on. Like you just look at, I wake up in the morning, like write this shit down. I did this to be hundred percent. Write this shit down. What do you do first thing when you wake up? We'll tell you what's the most important. You get coffee? Cool. I'm, I need fucking coffee. Cool. You brush your teeth. You do this. You do that. Do every single habit. How much money do you spend when you go out? Do you go out to, when you go out to Target? How much extra money do you spend on, on, on bullshit? If you go down this street, do you usually stop to go get coffee? Yeah. Maybe, it, but like if, you're, if your thing is to save money, Maybe go down another street so you don't stop to get coffee. Yeah. Or maybe like worst case, like, I mean, people don't realize. Have you looked at like the facts and figures of people who, who go to Starbucks every single day? How much money they lose? Oh, I can I imagine. Think, bro, it's like almost like a grand a month just in coffee. I mean, if they go almost every day, I I, I might be over or I don't know. It's it's close. I'm sure though. there's some people out it's there spending a grand a month on on um Starbucks for sure. On Starbucks coffee. A so decent like, cup of coffee from Starbucks is gonna be like four dollars. Exactly. So and 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 let's be hundred percent nobody's spending fucking four dollars at Starbucks. Nobody yeah. four dollars. They're they're getting the fucking the the ice latte with like the I don't even know what the fuck. I don't go to Starbucks. So like the cream and like I mean the 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 guy who does the fucking salt bay, but it's not salt; <laughs> it's like sugar and shit. I don't know, bro. But like, well, let, let's let's take the compound interest that you use, right? So if you have yeah. a habit of yours where you're buying coffee from Starbucks every day, and let's just use five dollars as the example. Mm-hmm. So you're spending five dollars every day at Starbucks. You religiously go because this is a part of your habit now. Yeah. And we'll use like a five day work week. So. Five dollars. Uh, multiply that by five days. That's twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. You multiply that by a month because it's four weeks in a month. That's a hundred dollars spent on Starbucks alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this is lowballing it, obviously. Yeah. Because, like we said, there's people who go to Starbucks every day, and you're talking about buying like frappuccinos and all this other stuff like that. Shit adds up. Like a, a normal, a, a normal, um, I would say an average that order for starbucks is probably six seven dollars for most people yep you know so you just kind of start seeing how this money and these might be the same person that say i can't afford a gym membership well you spent a hundred dollars in coffee exactly you know um, is is coffee something that you desperately need or is there a cheaper way that you can possibly get the coffee if you really want to drink it every day Mm -hmm. so you start kind of like looking at where you're putting your habits instead of let's say making your habit going to Starbucks and drinking this extra sweet drink every morning, maybe you might devote that time into journaling or reading or doing a morning walk or, you know, changing it up a little bit. And this, this is like what you say of your, your habits are now your compound interest. And this isn't the not coffee drinkers because there's nothing wrong with drinking coffee, but we're just using an example here. I need um, it. I, I personally don't drink a lot of coffee. I go through waves of it. Mm-hmm. I'm personally in a wave now where I'm not drinking a lot of coffee. I've been doing more like um, kind of like taking it back to old school water in the morning and like yeah. limited shit like that. Yeah, and I've you, actually bro. been waking up earlier, which I, which I can talk about with my habits too. Yeah. So just looking at the compound interest of what habits you're doing, it lets you know presently where your mind state is. And where you're headed. Yeah. So me, I'll take me for an example now. Now I have this thing where I'm getting to the gym literally like 30 to 45 minutes before my first session. And that's been changing the game for me. Like in my morning routine, like everything, I just feel more calm and at peace. Mm. So knowing that I want to, my first session starts at six o'clock on my early mornings. Knowing I want to get to the gym at 5.15 or 
it's already making me go to sleep earlier the night before. So I'm limiting my distractions earlier. I'm setting my boundaries a little harder earlier. And it's creating this structure that I want to be up at like four in the morning or 4.15. This is just how my day works. And I want quiet when I wake up. I want to allow my brain to just like be with myself. And I feel like, and, and I'm realizing too, that I do some of my best thinking in the early times. So that's what's been allowing my brain to formulate a lot of ideas. Yeah. So by the end of the day, like I'm talking to so many people, I'm doing work here, I'm programming. So, you know, I'm scrambled with a lot of these daily um, factors that are playing in fresh in the morning. It's just me and myself. Yeah. So I get to, I get to start my day before everybody else does. Mm. And that's really, really been changing the trajectory of not only my day, but even like how my week looks. So now it's like I have certain days where I know these are my workload heavy days. And then the days that I know my workload is lighter, I can fully disconnect a lot better now. So it's making me more productive on my work days to where it's not like the days where I have a lighter load or the days where I'm really not supposed to work that I'm taking work energy into those moments so it's mm-hmm. like i'm going i'm i don't even want to say i'm going harder i'm being a lot more productive in the hours that i set for myself to be productive yeah and then the, the hours that i'm setting for myself to just like recharge and relax i'm being more efficient in those hours and this has been like a thing for me over the past month and i'm like damn this shit is dope yeah. now now like I created this structure with like we talked about earlier. And like, now I have this discipline is where I know Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, primarily Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, those are like my heavy training load days. And Wednesday I have a heavy training load in the morning, but the rest of the day is dedicated to like business work and programming. And this is when we do our podcasts and stuff like that. So it allows my mindset to shift into this other gear. Yeah. And those other days that allows me to try to, to, to live in like coach mode. Mm. And now I create these habits around that. My biggest training days are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, naturally, because I'm already in that zone. So I'm going to live in that zone. And so that even plays into how I'm going to eat, how I'm going to sleep, because I know this structure sits within the discipline that I created for myself here. Yeah. And now I start creating this rhythm and like Wednesdays and Fridays, I know those are big days where I want to work on the business and I want to do a lot of my online work. And now I'm being more productive in that. So now my capacity is opening up because I created this structure for them to open up in the days that I designed for them to be that way. Mm, I like that. What made you kind of like click and be like, I need to lock this down more. Um, as, as a business, like you're, you're constantly looking at how ways that you can improve and how you can grow. And I was like, what's the capacity and the ceiling that I have within the structure that I have here? And I just, I looked at my days and realized what are my quote unquote training days or my, you know, in-person days and what are my, you know, work days that are not so much in-person. So in that it allowed me to kind of look at how I want to be productive in these days. Cause I want to be productive in these days in both ways, but yeah. it's just a different mindset of what production, what productivity looks like on these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm that. like, if I'm already doing the early mornings here, get in the gym. Um, it's a earlier time slot and your brain is already moving at certain speeds there's little things that you can do within those hours while you, you can be on a computer doing some things before people get in, have the music going. Our gym is pretty hot. We don't use the AC much. So I can even get the fans going and kind of let the, the air start circulating just to create more of a, more of a pleasant experience to start my morning. Mm-hmm. I'm really big on how I start my mornings. Cause I think I made a post on this, like two weeks ago, I think a lot of people start their mornings in alert mode. Mm. So it's like, 
their alarm goes off and then a lot of people snooze. And now it's like by the time you're actually up, you have this this window of when you need to be out the door, or when you need to get things done. And some people push that window a lot. Yeah. So naturally you're like, you're just kind of like, oh shit mode. Yeah. So that makes you more irritable. It um it can for sure make you feel like you're in a rush. And now your body is kind of like in this fight or flight mode, but on the higher end of the stress level. And you're carrying that throughout your day. Mm-hmm. especially throughout your morning and for me i know mornings really set the tone for your day yeah 100 so for me i'm like the more i can eliminate this high alert mode and just kind of have more control over my day by just eliminating certain variables i know i like to hit snooze so what i actually do is i'll set my alarm clock earlier than the time that i actually want to physically get out of bed yeah you know, so I don't like the idea of hearing my alarm and just jumping straight out of bed. I like to get out of bed at least 10 or 15 minutes after I get the signal like, hey, it's time to get going. Yeah. So like I'll hit the snooze another 10 minutes, whatever. And then my body's kind of like preparing itself to get out of bed. And then you kind of go through my morning routine, which I've been special over the past year i've been really good at creating more of a nighttime routine like preparing my body for rest nice. now i'm doing better at creating a morning routine um preparing my body to start like i'm literally warming my body up for the day no different right. than i would do a workout yeah you know i don't just jump into the workout and let's say i'm doing barbell squats which i'm not today but just using barbell squats and my goal is to do 275 as my working set i'm not going from Hey, I'm going to barbell squat and just throw 275 straight on the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to warm myself up to it. Maybe I might do a little ankle mobility, do a little squat patterning work to wake up my nervous system, activate some muscles. I'm doing the same thing when I'm waking up my body is I'm slowly preparing it. I'm allowing my mind to do things. I'm moving in a speed that's comfortable. I'm not like rushing. Yeah, I don't like rushing in the morning. That makes me irritable and it just makes me feel like I don't have control over my environment. So that's why I initially started making the switch and my sleep has been better. My um, productivity has been better in, in the mornings. I feel more calm. I feel more like um, peaceful. And I'm like, yeah, I need to keep doing this. I like that. I like that a lot. Like I haven't, I've been trying to, slowly start integrating a lot better into um having a better morning and night routine and i don't so my thing is like i'm always going to be irritable because that's just my personality type (laughs) i know it sounds wrong it's just it's just who i am so i don't think about it in the sense of like um calming i think about it in a sense of being able to i mean be productive but be the best person that i can be that day so I mean, my 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 structure isn't as 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 fluid and as honed in and as disciplined as yours. I would like it to be, um, but because of just like the normal stresses that I'm going through right now, like trying to wake up a little bit earlier, I read a little bit, I have my coffee at the same time, um, and then it, like it calms me down a little bit when I have like the dog like sitting on me as I'm reading. So like that's just a natural thing that that I do. Um, I'll journal and I'll get everything before I go to work. I'll go to work. I'll come back and I'll do some work stuff. So a lot of times, like I know what my structure is throughout the day, but because like, it's always feels like I'm a little bit all over the place, even though I know again, the structure, like I feel like I'm not super productive because of like, I know I have so much, I have the online stuff on the same day that I have the, 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 co- the in-person coaching stuff. And then I have that. So like, all my days aren't dedicated. Like I try to dedicate my hours and it sometimes gets cluster fucked. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get a better, a better routine and make that a little bit more of a habit. And that's a habit that, 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 that I have an issue with right now. It's like, sometimes like, I guess like I'm, I'm running so hot and I'm like, fuck it. I'm not gonna doing anything right now. Instead of like structuring the peacetime like you do, like, I'll be like, fuck it. I'm not going to do anything. But then that kind of starts, procrastinating everything into the next day 
Now the next day I have too much, I have work overload. I have to get stuff done in a certain amount of time and then compiles, compiles, compiles. So I guess that's more of a natural everyday kind of person thing because they're idiots. And so am I. Um, so yeah, I'm just fucking, I'm a procrastinator. Um, it gets done, but it'll get done when I, whenever the fuck I want it to get done. Um, but yeah, being a little bit more structured with your time tells, tells a lot. Um, but. That was my goal. Like I wanted to not be so overwhelmed because some weeks I really felt like I was overwhelmed and I felt like yeah. I was just getting shit done at the time that I need it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm at a space now and I tell myself in order for me to grow further, I have to be ahead of time. Yeah. I can't just meet time right where it is. Like you have, I have to be early for things. So even oh. like when I'm looking at my, my business, right. I look at, whatever capacity I'm working with, I want to be able to have a structure that I can work of more than the capacity that I have. Yeah. So now when I have that new level of capacity, I already have a new structure that can withstand more capacity that exists. So uh -huh. I continue to look at ways. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I don't try to structure myself to work at the capacity that exists. I try to structure myself to, if I had more than that exists on this plate now, could I handle it? I like that. So I'm, oh. I'm, um, and, and I guess that's taking it just to my mindset with everything now is just being like, be over-prepared for the scenarios that's already here. Because if I'm over-prepared now, when things happen that I can't, um, see happening that just kind of happened on the fly, it's easier to adjust with. Yeah. It's, it's li literally like how, how we do with, with clients and stuff like that. And, and we're seeing the same people all the time. It's like, we, we, we know what everybody's level is. We know what equipment we have. We know what things that we can possibly run into. So mm -hmm. it's like you're prepared for the worst. Yeah. You're over-prepared in these because you've been doing this for so long. So you just kind of know how to, how to operate and maneuver these things. So now I took that same structure and I was like, I need to put that into my life. And I need to put that into my business to where you're running efficiently with the capacity you have. But in case there's some things that, throw you off your course these things are already taken care of or you have a structure that allows you to be like all right i can take care of this real quick without really overstressing me or whatever the case is because at the end of the day like life is very unpredictable so these things happen so yeah. if i'm always kind of meeting myself and and running right into i just made it i'm not preparing for moments to where it's like fuck like now yeah. i'm like now this is going to fuck up my sleep. Now this is going to fuck up my day that I had here or whatever like that. And it's like, I never want to feel like I'm constantly playing catch up. That's, that's yeah. the way I should put that. Yeah. I, also, I don't want to feel like yeah. I'm constantly playing catch up. Yeah. I also feel like it's a, I like, I like your thought process on being ahead of time, but it also gives you more time to do the stuff that you enjoy because you're exactly. being productive in the stuff. So yeah, I really like that. I really like that concept. And I think it's something that I need to start integrating a little bit more because I feel like I'm I'm getting my work done, but then I don't have the time to develop to do the extra stuff. Like, how can I get Simply Savage better? How can I get the podcast? Like, I don't have yeah. time to do that because I'm not invested into that because of I'm just doing the work instead of doing the work and then allowing my time or giving my time myself time to do the extra. Because I don't takes have to that time. burnout conversation that we were yeah. kind of having before you went on vacation. Yeah. To, and, and honestly, dude, like this shit, it takes time and I have a better structure and I still struggle with some things in it today for sure. But the structure is a lot better today because it was just little things that I was identifying, which takes yeah. me back to like the habits thing. Just realizing it's like, okay, I do that a lot. What mm. are some steps? I don't, I'm not big on like the overnight switch. I just don't think many people can do things like that. So it's like, yeah. what's this one little thing that I can possibly do to just be heading in the right direction um, without putting too much pressure on this thing needs to be fixed tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're, you're keeping yourself accountable, but you're giving yourself structure or little, like little mini goals to like strive for until the thing becomes a habit. I'll take Duolingo, for example, like Duolingo lately, I've been lazy on it, but I do one lesson a day, even if I don't like go crazy on it mm. so now i have a structure to where my day 
make sure that I do one lesson a day, regardless of what's happening in my day. Yeah. Like this, it's a habit for me now to do it. Mm-hmm. If and once I create the habit to make sure I'm doing like five lessons a day and stuff like how I used to do, then that'll be better. But I did create a structure to where it's like, no matter what the fuck happens, you are going to get this one lesson done. So it's those little things like that. And, and I know the next step for me is to kind of get ahead of schedule a little better with some programming stuff, because now those early mornings that I'm going in, I want to, I want to create those early mornings when I'm getting into the gym to dedicate to like a, a morning mobility routine. Uh, I like that. You know, so, cause now I know like this is one area in my fitness that I'm really, really lacking because I know it is these areas that I need to spend specific time and like um, attention to. Yeah. But I haven't created the structure to really do it for myself yet. So the first step in me, like really owning in on this morning mobility routine is just start getting to the gym earlier first, like plant the seed for it. Yeah. So now when I'm getting in there, like recently I had to, to catch up with some program and it's actually my birthday weekend. My birthday's Friday. Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. My birthday. I'm turning 31. Appreciate yeah. it. So I've been using that time to just kind of get a little ahead of schedule with work. Yeah. When I was looking at it, I was like, huh, if I didn't need to get a little ahead of schedule on work, because Friday is like my work from home day, yeah. I'm trying to do stuff so I can relax on Friday. I'm like, I just created the capacity that I can actually pull off this morning mobility shit mm-hmm. on like my regular schedule. Yeah. So it's just like little things like that, like my night to my nighttime routine, just to wind down from the long days of work. That was a bitch to do in the beginning. I just kept fucking it up. Mm-hmm. but I just stayed at it little things that I started to implement. And now it's like a regular thing for me. Yeah. So now I'm trying to do the same thing with my morning. I'm trying to do the same thing with certain work constructs. Um, I'll be honest. When we first started the podcast, that was hard for me. Yeah. But same. it did help being that I knew I had to meet you at this specific time. Like you even look at some of the earlier episodes, I was like all over the place sometimes. I'd be at my girl's house here, lighting was crazy here, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then like we just kept doing it and I created a discipline and a structure to where now I know exactly how to prepare for this throughout my week because it's something that's regular now. Yeah. So these things take time at the end of the day. So yeah. you just have to like kind of like how we tell our clients, we just have to plant the seed. Mm-hmm. create the discipline for that seed that you planted and allow the grace period of fucking it up, getting yeah. it right, fucking it up. But the seed is planted already. Yeah. And then after a while it becomes like, Oh shit, this is something that I normally do. And, and the compound interest is that is going to be whatever your intention was set out when you planted that seed over like you have the habit to now reach the goal that you set for yourself so it's gonna fucking happen eventually yeah so now i planted to see for more mobility to be a thing and it's already kind of starting or that morning routine of having that quiet time to allow my brain to think and do these this is where i started getting some of the ideas that we spoke about from the podcast and all these things because like i created the capacity to allow my brain to to do these things and I created the capacity to allow this structure and discipline because I planted the seed for this intention that I set to grow out over time. Yeah. And then that now pushes you into like a new stratosphere. And I'm like, oh shit, this is the key. Mm. So the funny part is like, I'm giving myself more grace in the process, but I still know what the end goal is. So it's just a matter of like not forgetting that. Yeah. And then you start to create new goals because once you achieve goals, you create new goals, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ah, okay, I think I'm starting to get a rhythm with this thing now. And then before you know it, your life structure is completely different a year from now because of the seed that you planted. Yeah. Damn. I love I, I, I love that. And I think it goes back. I, I think people need to realize how hard it is to create a habit and how long it takes. Cause I mean, like you just said, you're going to fuck it up and everybody needs to realize they're going to fuck it up and allow that, that you need grace. It takes like 66 days to actually become a habit. Yeah. Like, and that's consistently. And 
inconsistently every now and then, and you don't need to be perfect. But but you know the funny part about that, not to cut you off real quick, mm. the inconsistency to me is a part of the consistency. Yeah. Because the consistency is the intention that you set out. Yeah. The inconsistency is just a trial and error in it. Exactly. It's only inconsistent when you lose the intention and you give up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where people need to um to put in their brain now is like me being inconsistent is a part of the consistency if the intention is set out and a structure is set for me to be intentional in this direction. Exactly. So you're never really officially off until you just completely forget about it and yeah. don't chase it. It's like the 80-20 rule that we always talk about. It's just being consistent yeah. about 80, 80% of the time and another 20 you can fuck around. And it's also part of like the trial and error, like you're saying, like you're still trying to be consistent in your in, in the direction that you're going, but every now and then something's going to come up. It's coming. It's making sure that when it does come up, that you come right back to it. Yeah. It's not like I fucked up once. It's not for me. It's like, all right, cool. I fucked up. What can I change? And how can I adapt to make this better and make this more efficient for me? Um, and I think that's very, very important for people to understand is it takes forever. You're going to be consistent and you're going to be inconsistent. Just be okay with that and always come back. Like it. if it's super, if it's your goal, you come back and to reframe this and frame it in the right way. So people can listen to it visually or like if you're watching this on YouTube or listen to it like on the podcast is it all starts with knowing what you, the fuck you want. Yes. Knowing what the fuck you want, figuring out what habits you currently have that are inhibiting you from reaching those goals and then taking the ones that that you can take out. Like, I mean, you can't take out. I need to pick up my kid at a certain time. All right, cool. How do you adjust around that to, to reach your goal? Okay, cool. Then that creates the habit. What habits can you put into place? And you don't need to put habits, S, put one. Yeah. Maybe it's like Terrence said, like wake up 15 minutes earlier and like go for a walk. Or wake up 15 minutes earlier, do a mobility routine. If that mobility, getting better at mobility. But take third, wake up 30 minutes earlier and I want to read 10 pages of a book. Like you don't have to create six or seven other habits that just create more fucking wildfire for your life. Pick one thing, do it. Make it a fucking habit to the point that you don't even have to think about it. And that's the point of a fucking habit. It's not even thinking about it. Like it just happens. That's literally what it is. That's what fucking, that's what it is. So create it, cement it, put another fucking habit into there. But again, just know that you have to adapt to whatever situation comes into life. Cause I mean, it's fucking life. So make sure you have a clear vision. Like you can't complain about losing weight and then do the other shit and then not know about it. Look at your fucking vision, figure out what you're currently doing, and then take some things out that you currently need to take out that you can take out the unimportant fucking shit. And then go right back to the middle and then start creating habits that can help you reach your goals and compound correctly. And what the worst, the, the best and worst thing that can happen is that the habit doesn't get you to where you need to go. Cool. But you at least did something consistently too. Like you just trial and error. Maybe like, Reading 10 pages didn't get you anywhere because you have a shitty fucking attention span and didn't read any of those books. All right, cool. Maybe a podcast will be easier for you to actually receive that information and do that instead. Or an audio book or whatever like that. Yeah, so, so literally you can transition your habit. And you can transition so now you learn from this one habit that this is going to, oh, this didn't work here, but now it opened your mind to a variation of that habit that you yep. created into where it's like, oh shit, this works better for me. Like for mm-hmm. me, reading is a habit that is just hard for me to keep. So yeah. I do a lot of listening. I'm a very auditory person. I'm a very hands-on person. So I learned that about myself. Yep. So I'm like, oh shit. So I can, maybe my version isn't reading all the time. Maybe my version is going more as an audio route because that just fits better into just how I operate as a person. Exactly. It's not right or wrong. It's what works for you in that case. Exactly. And so, I mean, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can get like these fucking ideas from other people. Like I just said, I read. I enjoy reading because it also calms me down. Yeah, you know I mean, like even though I'm waking up in the morning, I'm drinking coffee, I'm reading a book, like it calms me down. Like having something in my ear and having so much feedback all the fucking time, like kills me. So that doesn't work for me. But you might work for Terrence, like he said. So giving these trial and errors, asking questions, figuring out what other people do that have reached 
the goals that you want to achieve and figure out what habits work for them, trying them and then being like, all right, this doesn't work. How can I tweak it or how can I make it work for me is, I mean, exactly what coaches do anyway. So that's what we have to do. So, um, yeah, I think creating the habits, creating the habits first comes from understanding what the fuck you want and then working backwards. And then in, in terms of the working backward, like your patterns, that's what you want to yeah. pay attention to. So mm-hmm. oftentimes, like, especially people that are very hard on themselves, like let's say they slip or that inconsistency that we spoke on yeah. and then they think they fucked up. What is this like? If your pattern, this happened with an online client recently, like she's been going through like a hard time recently. Mm-hmm. She shows up every fucking week, bro. Really yeah. amazing person to work with. This is what a, a dream of an online coach or just a coach in general looks for in a client. Mm-hmm. And then she comes to be like, oh, coach, you know, it's been a rough week. Uh, I fucked up. I missed, I missed two workouts. Two workouts out of like fucking 30 straight yeah. that you did. I'm perfectly fine with that. Like you're a human. It's okay. Exactly. So it's okay because I know you're, I know the, I know the pattern of how you operate. Mm-hmm. So you're going to bounce right back into this. Lo and behold, she caught right back up, right into the rhythm of what she normally does. So it's like these things happen. And I look, I don't look at someone having an off day. I look at the pattern of someone having off days. I don't look at someone messing up the routine once. I look at what the pattern of this routine is. That's what mm-hmm. starts to bother me. So it's just like, okay, I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah. And if the trend is not in a positive way or a effective way, then we need to start seeing what factors are are causing that trend to start moving in the opposite direction that we're intending to. Because I know you're intending to move in this direction, but whatever factors are in your way is not aligning you to do that. So now let's have a conversation. 100%. Someone comes in and is like, oh man, I feel a little weak today. I don't know what's going on. It's one workout. I saw the last five workouts you did. You're pretty solid. Yeah. Like I'm taking a note on it, but I'm not overly stressing. Yep. You do this two weeks in a row, raising an eyeball. Three weeks in a row, it's like, all right, something's clearly going on here. Exactly. You know, but, so these are yeah. things that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not looking at just that that one day. I'm looking at your pattern. So, like Evan said, you want your habits to be automatic, but mm-hmm. you want your habits to be automatic. Well, habits that are automatic that are effective for you and productive for you. You yep. don't want the automatic habits that are debilitating or regressive. Yes. So autopilot is actually a good thing if it's intentional, if if all the habits are moving in the direction that you're intentional with. But autopilot is a bad thing when you have habits that are completely misaligning with what your actual goal is for yourself, but you don't recognize that these habits yep. are misaligning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always good to look back. I mean, it's always good to look back and then look at exactly the trends. And we talked about the long-term effects of, of everything happening and how it compiles and how it grows. You want to make sure that the habits give you, like you're putting in the good habits and growing as quickly as you can. I mean, instead yeah. of putting in like the semi-good habits and like you're growing a little bit here and there, like you can be giving a little bit more effort. Like instead of waking up five minutes, 15 minutes, and that gives you a little bit more time to mm-hmm. snooze and hit the stuff. Like create the habits that are actually going to be good for you that will actually give you the best, the best um, return on your investment too. Yeah. I mean, cause like what, what are habits you're investing into yourself. Man. So if you're not investing fucking, if you're not investing the right things, then you're going to see what's going to happen. And it's, and a good quote that it's cause that, that somebody says like your body is a direct reflection of what you do day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so like if, you're one of those people that continues, continues to struggle to gain muscle, lose weight, X, Y, and Z, continues to bitch about money when this and that, like, and you don't understand what the fuck you're doing. Like, it's a reflection showing you what you got going on, literally right in front of your face. You just don't want to look in the mirror and see it. So work backwards, figure out what the fuck you got, the fuck you want, create, take out the shit you don't fucking need and just create the habits that will give you the best return on your investment. Literally good. Simple cut and dry there, guys. Um, anyone watching this video, I want, I want you to just take all the information that was shared here and just identify. Identify what your patterns look like. Identify what your lifestyle looks like. Identify what your habits look like. And see what you can do to take more control 
of these scenarios. There's things in our lives that we have control over. There's things that we don't have control over. So knowing the things that you have control over, what changes can you start making in those things today? You know, don't, don't hyper-focus on things that you don't have control over, but focus on the things that you do have control over so now we can start moving the trajectory of where you're intending to go within yourself. So identify your habits. That's simple. That's identify your bare habits. Minimum. Bare minimum. If that's the only thing you get out of the hour talk that we just had is just figure out what the fuck you got going on. Identify what's important identify what you're doing and then you can kind of just figure it out yourself i mean then you're like oh shit like i spend an extra fucking 150 dollars on food i don't fucking need because i go out way too much and then i'm bitching about not being able to afford x y and z congratulations we're gonna talk on the finances one one day because that that that's the monster that is a monster Finances one of the monster a lot of people get caught up into dude a lot of people don't money manage well, they don't money manage, but they also want to look cute on fucking Instagram, and then they bitch about their day to day and stuff like that. It's like, cool, you want to look cute and stuff like that, but how much money do you actually got in your bank account? You know what I mean, I don't have a lot. I'm not saying like I fucking do. I'm just saying. But in terms of responsibilities, things, knowing what your your intention is and what's important yeah. to you, that kind of leads back into like the comfort crisis conversation that we had. Exactly. Episode two. Make sure you go check that out on yeah, our YouTube. That, that, that just dropped today. That's how far yeah. fucking along we are. Right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I really love this conversation. Guys, make sure you like, subscribe, set those notifications so you can be alert anytime we drop a new episode. We'll be coming to you every week, guys. Thank you for another episode of the Building Savages podcast. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you guys for listening. Absolutely. This thing is only going to get better. Yes, sir. See you next week, guys. Wow.